Hey, everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it's time for Zippity Doo Da, Zippity Day, and Spun. I, I'm going to wave you wave you in ahead of me and you give me a peace sign out the window. Oh my God. I, it is one of my pet peeves, this whole zipping in. So tell us, tell us what, cause tell us what, cause I'm dealing with this on two sides of my home right now where there's two zipper situations happening because of construction getting out of my house okay. is impossible right now. <laughs> so long story as short as I can make this grew up in Tawasin. I've gone through the Massey Tunnel 9,000 times. It was my first ever article that I wrote for the Orca was about traveling through that tunnel. Yeah. I had to go visit my parents who still live in Tawasin. Um, and I stopped at Danny's Wonton House at Ironwood, Ironwood Plaza, which is that first little mall on Steveston when you head west uh, off of Highway 99. And I zip in there. I got my HOV. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do, do, do south. It's two o'clock on a Friday. So two o'clock, you know, usually you can get th through the tunnel fairly yeah. Fairly well. So I zip in there, pick up the food, five minutes. Coming out of the mall parking lot, first of all, nobody wants to let anybody out of the mall, which is whatever, bunch of jerks. Yes, I know. But then yeah, we get into the, oh, Jesus. That's like, oh thing. my God, that car length is going to save you like a whole 15 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh my God. Anyway, that's my inner, inner no, voice I, coming I, out. I, oh, in the car though, you're actually saying, through, throw a few swear words in there. That's what I do. Like, I never swear more than I do by myself in the car. Other people. Same. I, I am the queen <laughs> of the gestures. You think I talk with my hands on TV? You should see me in traffic. So mm. we, we're crossing, we're going eastbound on Steveston Highway towards the 99. And I'm not even sure what the cross street is there. The one that the keg used to be on. Shoot, that first, first street uh, just west of highway 99 where it is an absolute debacle of of mm -hmm. merging right there's mm -hmm. a lane that's coming to an end there's one lane plus kind of a lane that's going to merge in with the one that's okay. going so two mergers onto mm -hmm. one going onto the highway southbound to go through the tunnel like the tunnel's right there it you're moving at a snail's me, pace of course it took me so. 20 minutes to get through a light because people Yes. We're not letting any, they're like, nope, you are, I'm going to, I'm going to go up against this person's bumper. I'm going to be this far away. From I was just like, oh my God, you people are nuts. So whatever. When I had my opportunity, I'm like, you know what? You go and you go. Cause all of us can start moving then. And we get around the corner and there's one more merge. So I'm going mm -hmm. along and everybody in front of me is kind of doing it. And then there are these two asshats in a minivan who George, I'm not kidding you. I'd watched almost four accidents happen. Like, I mean, full on, not like you're a jerk, um, but actual accidents. And then these guys were ready to take off the side of my car to not let me zipper merge with them. And they're too Because they think you're cheating or what? I, they just, the testosterone in them will not allow the woman ahead of them in traffic. I don't know, <laughs> but the, the beautiful thing is, is I was like, all right, guys. Off you go, you bunch of numb nuts. And then they go by and they're they're driving down the highway with their left turn signal on. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm I gotta tweet about this. So there's my long story long. Yeah. And then I tweet about <laughs> yeah. it. And then I got actual mansplainers telling me about how oh. merging works. And I'm like, oh Jesus, you need to sit down. The point is we know how merging works here. That's what I was trying to do. 
it's like, why are people so, especially when there's those ones at lights where the, the merge is on the other side of the light. So there's, and maybe not, it's a short distance, but then you can see the merge. And so you, you don't merge before the light, please go through the light as much traffic. And then you merge up there and then the two, two lanes back in the light stay, and then they go together and then they merge. It's a zipper. It, it's a zipper. Look at a zipper. Everybody. You mean you don't want to block the 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 full zipper lane and the the main lane at the light to make sure that why is this so hard? Why like is this so hard? It's like, and then you see people, which is fine, I guess. It's weird when you see people who've left a big gap, really huge gap. And you're like, okay, uh, what's that all about? Um, that's a whole different mindset of merging that I don't get. Like they're way behind, and you're yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna merge, I guess, because you're not you're you're too far back between. You got to make it tight. A zipper is exact dif distances Alternate. all the way down. And if you do it, traffic will flow. It just, I don't understand why this is so complicated to people. And, and I love when you're drawing like that, when you go in the tunnel or something and people and you're in a, you know, the whole lane change thing every day. And I've gone out there when I'm not, whatever. I'm the Counter flow. Yeah. Yep. And so yep. I'm like, but of course I'm going to go as long as I possibly can on the lane that's open yeah. to the merge point which is where you're, you're supposed you're to go. You're a jerk. You're a, you're a line to... cutter. I know. You're... And then people are think you're cheating. You go, no, that's how it works. So that all the traffic space is being used on the road and you're not lining up all the way a billion kilometers back. It's like, why is it so hard to people? And I'm like, you shouldn't be mad at me. You should be joining me in this lane, everyone. <laughs> why are you just like, get over here with me and let's all merge together. I, I don't, it's just, it's one of those things too. I'm like, why? And also people who sit in the left lane who are going slower. This, and I hate, ugh, that makes me so mad. And they're like they're gonna, sitting they're beside a car and they're going the exact same speed. And you're looking at them and you're like, uh, and I've honked and blinked my life. I get so mad. I'm just like, get, choose, get out of this lane. And I drive sometimes a bit. They feel, it, but, you know. they feel you're going too fast. They're going to slow you down. They have decided the person who's driving slowly in the fast lane, who's boxed in with the car beside, they're teaching you a lesson, George. Oh my God, it drives me crazy. Isn't that just the craziest thing you've ever heard? I move over to the left to let those people go burning by me so yes. they get the ticket. Oh, you go yeah. get the ticket. You yeah. go get it. I don't care I if was, you go I always fast. try to find a pace car. Let somebody else in front of you and just- 100%. Just a little bit behind. Yep, 100%. It's when you're in traffic, Here, here's the most important part. It makes you feel- so good to be kind in traffic. And you can yeah, call me a snowflake wave, if you wave. want. I roll down my window in a rainstorm to give a peace sign out the way. Just thank you. Thank you for doing it right. Thank you for being a good person. Peace yeah. sign in the back. Every single time I wait, my, my son thinks it's hilarious because the one off chance that I don't do it, he goes like, well, you didn't wait. <laughs> I'm going to teach you to be a good driver. But I also swear like a sailor. Yes. I do. Yes. Zipper yeah. merge. And, you know, we kind of re <laughs> recognize how to do it. Anybody who lives on the North Shore who commutes to downtown, that is like a, a case the study bridge, especially, coming, yeah. coming across the landscape bridge. The people that know how to do it would never think to squeeze up against the person in front of them to cut out one person. And let me tell you, when you do that, everybody in mm -hmm. eye shot is looking at you like you're an absolute idiot. Mm-hmm. 
Not mm-hmm. letting people in makes you look like a jerk. Those two guys in the minivan with the left turn signal on, karma's coming for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get VIP parking as a result of the karma you gave to me. I call it parking karma. But this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about anyways. other things. Other <laughs> things that are ridiculous. Uh, I don't have a glass with me, but I would cheers you on the communications <laughs> thing. Because you know what? The city of Vancouver did a really, look at this. Tired as F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Tragically Hip album or song. Oh, sorry. okay. No, yeah. is it? Um, so you uh, uh, signed up for something this week. What a, what a good citizen. Well, I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to. And, and I have to put a caveat up front because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit of a shot at city of Vancouver. Mike Klassen got back to me pretty promptly on this and clarified. Because it's probably his idea, I'm betting. Is it? He's a good <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. A, so I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not painting, I'm not painting the whole city with one brush, but I saw the logo for Beautify Vancouver Day. It's a a little foreshadowing there. It is a bit of foreshadowing. Beautify Uh your city, whatever. And the logo is excellent. And I'm like, what a great idea. I got the press release. I got the logo. Whatever comms people. Good job. Right. And then I got the event, right? I'm like, okay, you know what? My little area of Vancouver could use a scrub. It could use a scrub. It could use a coat of paint on our yeah. lamp posts. You know, if they're going to supply mm-hmm. me with the green paint to every single lamp post on West Fourth Avenue at McDonald has graffiti on it. I think as a community, we could come in and just, you know, beautify down West Fourth Avenue and, and you know, beautify it up and take care of it. Show show the businesses that we are there mm-hmm. for them or whatever. Um, but try and just I, I think I could gather a bunch of people together or, you know, sweep out the corners. Help, help a little rinse down mm-hmm. a, a spot or two. I mean, you and Go I talk about all the time. Pick up some I would be, I'd be yeah. so good with that, but, but give me the brooms and the things and mm-hmm. I'm not going out to pick up the stuff to pay for the stuff to then bring back and, and volunteer to give my time in a city that I pay a ridiculous amount of tax in. So I love the fact that this was an initiative. Problem was I went to the event, right. And it said, reserve your spot. And I'm like, reserve my spot for what though? And so I went, <laughs> I'll do that later. And then I went to the event, right. And it's like, check back. We'll tell you what's happening. Oh, no. And I'm like, it's this weekend. Like, is it, oh, is it? It's this so coming they, weekend. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. So there's no way to do it. So you don't know what you're signed up for or nothing. Or you're getting, I had no idea what to sign up for. And then I, I tweeted about it because I often do. And Mike Klassen did get back to me and he goes, it's just a couple of areas that we're inviting people, Chinatown, downtown or East side, uh, East right. van, some hot spots that have extra graffiti or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, good luck. Have a good time. You know? I, well, that should be more clear I, on their messaging. He's like, there was more to come, though. I, I Again, <laughs> I absolutely applaud the idea, but I think more effort was put into the press release and the logo than was the actual details of the event. What are you asking the citizens to do? And I think it would be a great idea for you, for all of us, for residents sure. and, and taxpayers in Vancouver or renters, doesn't matter, people who love here. Not mm-hmm. people who live here, but people who love here. That should be a campaign slogan. Um, we could get busy, but we just, we need the tools. We don't, it can't cost us more. It can't cost us more, but we'll do the work. So I'd like yeah, to well, and looking at my tax bill, that's just that I got, it's like 15, 20% increase. Uh, and I think that, you know, it's Are interesting. You though. Me? I mean, this, uh, yeah, connects, you know, yeah, 15, almost over 15%. Year over year. Oh, dude. Sorry to hear that. So much for averaging. Uh, the the thing is, this what's interesting. I mean, this calm thing. I mean, this is what you know. You know, no, no. Sorry, Mike, but you know, you were very uh, vocal back in the day about 
bloat at City Hall, and I haven't seen any bleed blow shape bleed bloatation <laughs> at City Hall. Uh, That's at the all. title of today's podcast. Deep I haven't seen it. And uh, the comms team being the specific one that and I saw there's a job posting there for a senior communications person. How about not hire another senior? <laughs> How about not post that job, guys, for $100,000 plus, 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 plus. There's Anyways, a new chief of staff too, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, well, they, they, they um, promoted somebody. I'm a bit right. confused about how many staff or who's in the mayor's office anymore. Some people have come and gone. seems like there's a lot of change going on there. Hmm. We had to look into that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's look into that. Speaking of things we got to look into, uh, what's happening with the Kiefer? Well, they had 200 people, I think over 200 people, like 90, 98% of them were opposed to the Kiefer. This is a, a new development that fits in the zoning. Yeah. So it actually meets the criteria of the zoned area. So they they don't even, so it's not even a public hearing. This is a, a hearing with the staff and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago it's still going on there are so many people clearly they've you know the advocacy groups have rallied the troops and uh, and you know the original design that came to me when i was on council was it had social housing in it and they the pressure that was put on and we approved it and the pressure was put on and they got reversed by staff and then it was came back as 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 to zoning and then didn't get approved and then i'm like what is going on and this poor project is just you know it's if you don't do these kinds of projects in Chinatown and the downtown east side, you're not you're not going to get any change happening down there. Uh, and nobody's going to want to change anything down there. You're not going to want anybody building anything. They just don't want to be there. And this is if you have to go through a five, six year process to build a, what is it? Tw- I don't know, six stories? It's not even teeny. And, but it's now all strata. It was, it had seniors housing in it, but now it's just all strata. But it could have been this great building for, stra- for seniors. And Why anyway. is it not seniors anymore? Because they went back to the original zoning. The developer gave up trying. Oh shoot! It's like okay, I'll do what's what's zoned here as is. So it's just ridiculous. Anyways, yeah. But then the three three one or whatever uh, permitting thing has come into effect. Um, Yeah, that was. I think we did something similar when I was in council. I think Tony Tang brought something similar in, uh, and it was like every uh, permit must be approved within I think it was three months or something like that. And yeah. and nothing ever happened to it. You, can, you can't it. speed up bureaucrats. You just can't. You have to find a different way to do it. So if you're going to, you know, you can ask staff to work faster, but they just, I'm sorry, that's just not how it works. You have to change the technology. First of all, you have to change what is the approval process. Right. You have to create rubber stamping kind of process. You have to create this sort of nexus concept. You have to have yeah. pre-approved builders that you don't even need to submit an application where they just go, okay, Joe Smith's a great uh, builder. He's never had a complaint against him. I'm it will do a check at the end and I'm sure it's fine. That's yeah. the way if you want to speed up the process of construction in the city, stop which the has to happen. Fills. It, I mean, it I I do, I'm no expert, as you well know. I am no expert. But the fact of the matter is this amount of red tape and bureaucracy is feeding the beast that is destroying the city because there is nowhere to go. There's nowhere to live mm-hmm. and the affordability is spiking because the, the supply and demand, like going back to the thing that you taught me in the first week of our podcast of this podcast Five was, years ago. Oh my gosh, George, but there used to be buildings that were built for people to just live in and they weren't <laughs> fancy and they were, 
rentals and they were, you know, I'm so confused by the terminology now. I don't know what a market rental is, right? What like, is affordable housing? Define what is that, please? affordable housing? In Vancouver? What, what is social housing? <laughs> what is seniors mm -hmm. housing? Like, how about we house people in places that don't have, you know, exotic bamboo floors and a gold plated toilet? Well, no, okay, well, we, but, can have, we can have those, but, but we, we exactly, we but it shouldn't, that's just it though but we don't more. have more of everything because the the exotic expensive 500 square foot closet for a million dollars is making more for the developers and we understand yeah. developers a free market developers should make money i'm not saying no, developers guys, you, but the city yeah. should be building city housing on city land built for people to live in period there is land build it oh yeah, there's, the yeah decks, we're the biggest land the city thing. of vancouver is the biggest landowner so uh if you the streets um, but yeah, and that, that article I tweeted a couple of weeks ago that, that, uh, uh, about, uh, the guy on, uh, TikTok, and he talked a very, the, the main point of that thing, not just in Canada, but it was Canada mainly that I talked about, which was this major cities and this is happening in the States, uh, are and like San Francisco are anti-development. They don't, all these people who live in their homes don't want change and yeah. they don't want more density. So they push back and all, every single city across North America is facing this anti-development, these these boomers who yeah. are who are so entitled, yeah, and they're left and right on the political spectrum. Sometimes no doubt, worse on the left. I mean, worse the champagne on the left socialists yeah. are sitting there. Yeah. Yes, well, I can't. Uh, you know, not my neighborhood. Well, but they're hey, also saying, don't, you can't build." But they're saying the 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 left um, champagners are also pointing. Oh, we mustn't do that to the downtown. We must not do that to the Kiefer because you know the uh yeah. the vibe of the neighborhood we should we should we should turn that down you know that's not a that's not a right-leaning group that's stopping that no six-story building no. from being constructed yeah. and i say that as a middle like i don't consider myself a dyed in the wool anything but i get accused of being a, a, a super snowflake um i, I don't <laughs> consider myself a conservative and we'll get into the, some of the reasons why particularly now on a federal level if they're going to bring mm -hmm. up the abortion situation but before we mm -hmm. get to that I want to talk a little bit about what's kind of trending in um, BC politics in Vancouver or sorry, Metro Vancouver politics right now. There's some allegations against, a, I think, a former school board uh, member who fake, allegedly has yeah. a fake Twitter account that has been like out and out horribly, allegedly horribly trolling. Uh -huh. I reached out to this individual once because it it appears that yeah. they follow me. So I followed mm -hmm. them back and I, I DM'd I'm like, are the allegations true here? I have not heard back. Um, I can check while we're chatting here. That whole fake Twitter account so 2008. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, why are people still are thinking doing? they can get away with that? And why would right? you? Ever, I mean, I and especially if you're, I don't know whether this person's a politician or not. If they're in office, you absolutely should not be doing that. Absolutely not. Um, it, I don't understand why you just wouldn't. If you're, if you're afraid to say your opinions uh, as who you are, then why are you even? Like, what's the point? I mean, then you should you reconsider know, what your opinions politics, actually are. Yeah. If you can't say them publicly and stand for them, then you should be looking at what you're saying. You yeah. know, the, the amount of garbage I've had, as you well know, hurled at me. If I was standing before these people and I'm not a big person, I'm five foot five and a half and, you know, 125 pounds soaking wet. I, I'm not an intimidating individual, but I would bet you a million dollars that 99% of the people who spew at me anonymously would yeah. never say it to my face. No, no. And, and the thing is, we're not talking about Russian bots or anything like that. We're talking about actual, actual humans people. that are spending yeah. a lot of energy 
creating these fake accounts to yeah. do their damage for whatever reason that they have. And you know as well <laughs> the kind of damage that people can have on you. Um, it's uh, it's nonsense and it's not necessary. And just tell us, you know, what you think. And if you don't, people don't like it, stand up for what you believe in or shut up. Or shut up. <laughs> like, Okay, so, um, let's move to uh, Surrey Police Services. And you know yeah. what? I bet you there's a bunch of bots associated with that. I'm just going to say, because <laughs> I mentioned something and they're like, your girlfriend, Lisa or Linda yeah. Steele. And I'm like, oh, okay, weird. That's Staffing funny. sometimes. Yeah, you see that with, I certainly saw that at City Hall. There was a few hidden, you know, secret accounts of staff who usually were actually, there was a couple that were supportive of me in, when I was in office, which, I, hey, okay, great. But they had fake names, but they were, yeah, and they, some were quite popular. Um, yeah. some are just quite funny, you know, yeah. but they were still fake. Uh, yeah. So I think that's happening. That happens more often than we think. I still think Paul, I mean, staff is one thing politicians doing it is like, yeah, it's not your, your job is to be, but yeah, if, the Surrey thing though. So what do we think? The the province is not going to give her the more money. It looks okay, like. Okay. Wait, so wait, let's set it up here because yeah. right now the RCMP is still in control of municipal policing in Sur uh, policing right. in the municipality of Surrey, the Surrey RCMP. Yeah. Um, the Surrey Police Services has a significant staff. Was the transition is well underway? Um, Brenda Locke, the I don't even know if we call her the new mayor, the latest mayor, dug in, heels dug in, will not do the transition as was uh, strongly urged by the public safety minister in the province. Are now saying, listen, unless you meet these, I think it's five or seven requirements with the RCMP, which, if you know anything about the way it works next to impossible to meet all of these without significantly putting at risk um, mm -hmm. further uh, other jurisdictions in British Columbia. So, yep. but Brenda Locke hasn't read the report. She won't sign the NDA. She won't allow her counselors who she's got in line. Um, only two counselors have signed the non-disclosure agreement and read the full report. Um, and so now Mike Farnworth, the public safety minister has, has gone on record to say, you should delay holding a council meeting where you will vote on policing in Surrey until you, you explicitly tell us how you're going to meet these requirements because all arrows are po pointing towards Brenda Locke digging in her heels and sticking with uh, the RCMP and and not make it, continuing the transition to Surrey. And, th and mm. that takes me to the money. All told, it's about $250 million that the province is willing to give to the city of Surrey. Some of that over the next number of years, I think it's 170 up front and then 30 for the next couple of years for the mm -hmm. trend. Like the province is willing to right. buffer that. And Brenda Log is like, no. So it is expected that she might hold a secret meeting. And Mike Farnworth has said, if you do that, well, I think it's called in camera. Gonna... I don't know if it's called secret, meeting. but secret okay. public. I just, I'm, I'm reading it off the Twitter, George. Okay. I'm reading it off the Twitter. Yeah. So now Farnworth will be able to, to what? Unspin well, it for me. What's happening? Uh, well, I mean, we talk about this a lot and, and, and weighing the politics of this with an looming election potentially here in this province, if they want to yeah. do a snap one which I've said many times, I think EB will, because he doesn't want his support to decline and then going to be weakened by Kevin Falcon, because there is momentum on the BC United team for sure. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think if you think of, the, I'm speculating, but it seems like generally the city councils in Surrey are what I would perceive as right of center. 
and so I think that whatever those people believe, and you have a left-wing federal, it's kind of like Vancouver uh, when Vision was in power and liberals were in the provincially, and it was just all oh, this is this battle on everything. Everything. Um, and I think I get the sense that that this this might be a little bit about that. That this this is, there's a right-wing you know government or generally a in council uh, in Surrey, it's been kind of a right of center council for a long time. Yeah. Um, and yet you have a city that's dominated by a left wing MLAs. And I don't know what that means. I think it's something that must be, it's gotta be pulled. It's gotta be good looking at the data and thinking about support and the RCMP versus the Surrey police and crime and all those things. They are pulling all the time, political parties, especially if they're in power, they know exactly where the sentiments are on the issues that he's doing this because he knows that he has the support for what he needs to achieve, uh, whether that be politically or just in general. I think, uh, you know, it's interesting because I think the exact opposite is true, I think, in some ways with Eby's hardcore push on the housing thing, on making municipalities, because I think in his own riding, he's putting himself at risk, which is your riding, and we talked about this. He's putting himself at risk of getting voted out in that riding, which is quite common in that riding, it's a flippy riding it uh, is. that he might get the boot uh, yeah. and be the premier, just like Christy Clark was. There are a um, lot so, of NIMBYs in my neighborhood. Yeah, a and lot. they don't like the sound of this, and he's pushing hard on that. So yet here we have this Surrey police thing where we have the province really pushing hard, it seems like, for the Surrey, its own police force. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure if it's union-related, which we've talked about. Like yeah. We've got a lot of unions here. They'd have um, to union bust to stop the well, Surrey police yeah. transition. So they like the They'd union, have to for union the police, the yeah. RCMP, or they like the Surrey police union better than the RCMP union. I mean, they're both unionized. Right, so. but the RCMP would continue to exist. The yes. Surrey police services That's would right. not. One would be busted and one would not be. And by by yeah. reading the tea leaves, and and obviously yeah. I, I listen to Linda when she talks about this, um, I don't know Norm Lipinski better than anyone. I've, I've met him in person once in my entire life, um, but I like his wife. So <laughs> if that's a thing, but in, in, I've no skin in this game. I don't, I, I talk also to Sarah Daniels who lives in South Surrey, White Rock. And so, mm -hmm. you know, she has opinions on this as well. Um, and it's interesting how politicized this has become. It's like, if you support Surrey police services, then you were a fan of Doug McCallum. And if you support Brenda Locke, right. then you're a fan of the RCMP. I think that's garbage. I mm -hmm. do. And I don't want to piss anybody off mm -hmm. by saying mm -hmm. that, but I look at that and I'm like, this is not about who the mayor is. Neither of those people know anything about what it really means to keep a municipality safe. Like I do not believe as much as, you know, Ken Sim is good at a lot of things. I don't believe that he knows how to run the VPD. Like I don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I, and I would say that with any mayor in any municipality, you have to trust law enforcement to manage law enforcement. And right now we have two law enforcement entities who clearly are battling one another instead of fighting crime the way they should. Yes. And it, it and that's feels point, expensive. Right? Totally. That's, he's so saying, it feels expensive. We're, at yes. a, we're, we're in trouble here in not doing your jobs as a city government yeah. to oversee the policing of your town, which is already, you know, having at risk crime. Yeah, it was at risk uh, before. I think if I was to unspin it, that Mike Farnworth is doing all of his due diligence here to set a precedence that, you know, I'm going to allow you to continue to go down the path that you're dug in on that is not the path that we have studied and tested and looked at. I think it's less about polling and more about they've crunched the numbers and they're looking at it and they're like, okay, we actually decided that this is the best route to go. Mm -hmm. And, and that 
they're going to continue to let the politics of this play out. And then the province is going to say, okay, enough now. Uh, right. it's, it's our time to step in and keep the people <laughs> yeah. of Surrey. Which from- is their right. Because the city is working the pleasure of the province. hundred percent. And and at some point we got to stop the garbage and get to the business of it. Speaking of garbage, <laughs> let's go south of the border. Oh, before we go there, let's talk politics in um, at the federal level. Well, yeah, you touched on it earlier. The conservatives. Yeah, yeah they're, they've been an attempt to raise the issue of the abortion and it failed uh, to bring that back to discussion. Um you know, they said they, I remember, I thought they said they, they were going to do this. And then I saw a tweet today from the, the federal liberal saying they tried, they failed, but it's certainly something that's telling and concerning. If you are, depending on where you stand on the abortion issue, uh, we all thought this was a done deal that this wouldn't be happening anymore in Canada. We're not America. Well, Americans thought that because it had been Supreme court had decided on it and they managed to pull that off, which is really tough. Um, but here, you know, it's looks like uh, the conservatives, appear to be wanting to make this an election issue, which I don't know where that would benefit them. It certainly wouldn't benefit them in, in the, in the Vancouver area, in the, yeah. in the cities, which is where they need to get their votes. They need the major centers to win. So they're going to alienate, maybe not Montreal, but you know, certainly Toronto, certainly Vancouver, probably Calgary. Uh, I don't understand why you would take that risk, but clearly they're they're Again, they must think that this is something that's going to resonate and separate them. Are there not other issues that we can talk about that make you different? Like money? Clearly not. Clearly not. Money and taxes and inflation. I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose women and women are ever more important um, because in the older demographic, women outlive the men, um, frankly, statistically speaking. And the young people. What happened in Wisconsin on that front. And the activation. The driving, activating them and getting that vote out. If you get the vote out, you and and uh that certainly was proven in the states and women activate their kids uh young Mm -hmm. people uh, even even young men who want women to have the right to decide what is best for themselves and their own bodies happening that i know of with young people but if if they make it a thing that's going to activate young people to say oh i've never voted before but if they're saying that they're going to bring back rules around how women treat their own bodies and their own personal health uh i'll vote and i'll vote against it and Mm. i mean if i was if i was the opposition to that that's what i would run on i'd be Mm. like that's happening that yeah they're saying this wedge issue as they say it's the wedge issue for sure and i'm not sure Um, donald trump it's a winner for the conservatives but no donald trump indicted what do you think there I, I, I just think it's just more of the same. I really honestly don't think he's ever going to see any jail time or I, I just feel like he'll, he has a good chance of being the next president, uh, you know, um, cause he's polling well, he's going up, talk about wedge issues, you know, it's like wedgie issues. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't when you look at the, I mean, they keep, it's like, I just feel like it's a broken record about, Oh, this time we got him. And you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe you look at the poll, you look at the, the, the judge that's in, 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 uh, Florida, you look at the potential jury that they can't get it only takes one juror to, you know, hang the jury to say, Nope, he's innocent. Uh, and then they have to go to trial again, which would be long after the next election. I, I, and then there's other, yeah, sure. And there's an issue in Georgia. And there's another more in New York. And there's this. I, I just don't. I have. I'm highly skeptical that this guy is ever going to be in jail. Uh, I just. So think- my thing is less about him going to jail and the shock that I feel viscerally in my body at the Republicans yeah. who are standing by 
in Fox News and, the way they talk and, and yeah like, and making excuses but it's not up. I'm not so much I mean we have our own version of Fox News North the no, border but you it's see just garbage it's, like, it's garbage uh, yeah it's, it's garbage it's it's absolute hot stinking pile of refuge um but when you watch I watched Dana Bash interview Jim Jordan and it mm -hmm. was it was wild I watched Sean Hannity interview Gavin Newsom and that was a fact that. check in real time. I thought yeah. that. Was, <laughs> well, it's hard know. to hear them both. They were talking over each other a lot. But, yeah, but you could see Hannity getting like Hannity drums. is like, oh, I'm not used to this. Yeah, I'm not yeah, used to yeah. being challenged. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Newsom was armed and ready what do you, to go. Uh, yeah. Sidetrack a little bit. But the fact that Tucker Carlson has a bigger audience than he ever had on uh, Fox now on Twitter. I don't and, click on uh, it. He's not. I know. Nobody's I know, paying millions of dollars to do it. I know, Elon but it's Musk interesting. It's, I just think it's yeah. it's a it's a statement about what's happening with media, and sure. Fox and CNN. When you can, leave, and he's going to get his ass sued, but he doesn't care because he's going to be making so much money. Just he'll pay Vox <laughs> whatever they want, and he and, will. And Elon Musk has put a call out saying, if anybody on the left wants to join and do the same thing, he's he'd love to have them there. Um, yeah, so, sure he has. Yeah, he tweeted it. Yeah. I, I, oh, I think he, he I'm sure. I'm. I mean, I'm certain he'll promote it just as equally too. Yeah. No. I don't trust You're that guy as long as I am. I am, in fact, yeah. cynical, but I'm cynical about all cable news. And that includes the left and the right and the center. I don't. I, I look at it and the nonstop 24 hour 365 Trump, 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 when there's absolutely other things to report on in this world. Mm -hmm. But they're staying with this even when there's nothing new about it. They stay with it because it brings in the numbers. And that's it's, not especially news. a lazy panel concept. I'm like, oh, oh God, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything starts a, with look. Listen, yeah. look, 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 look. What about the guy Listen. getting fired from uh, CNN, though? The head cheese there that they brought in to shake things up and then he did and then he <laughs> crashed yeah. and then they fired him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Don, I mean, Don Lemon will be back. It's, it's really, I, and I don't like to cast stones across the bow uh, at, at my at colleagues in the industry because I know the people that are working there are working really hard. They're not in charge of, you know, the direction entire network goes, right? Like we're watching Caitlin Collins on CNN. She's the, you know, the chief White House correspondent who then gets moved into the studio and then somebody unearths her on Fox News from, you know, the early days of her career, oh, yeah. spewing right-wing talking points, you know, um, that does a disservice to the media. I think Caitlin Collins is, mm. is a wonderful journalist and she, you know, articulates and herself so beautifully under a lot she's of- on CNN, Great. Exactly. Ex Finally. Well, she's not right wing, but she was, <laughs> she was, but, Who cares? But, but that's just it. When you're a journalist, yeah. nobody should really know your politics and more and more we're having it so that everybody knows your politics. Yeah. Well, it's, in America, you, know, you have to tell everybody what you are. That's what's weird. Yeah, it's your, weird. Like that you have to put that on your, in your, on your driver's license. You do? When you submit. No. I think yeah, you have to say you're, you're Democrat or Republican yeah, in America. I'm gonna I'm gonna find I gotta ask my stepdad. My mom and stepdad lived there for the last 30 years. Yes. Yeah, no, you have to declare where you stand in America. I guess I didn't have to as a legal alien. I have a green card and I never had to do that. Interesting. Time to play some sting. You are legal alien. There you go. On that on that singing note, you can follow along George underscore. Affleck on Twitter, George underscore Affleck. I'm at Jody Vance, Jody with a Y at Jody Vance on Twitter. Thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast. If you think it's cool, share it with your family and friends so that they can get an idea of uh, the chaos that we cover here on Unspun Podcast. Say goodbye, George. Bye-bye.